Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to sport our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. Hello! From the Next Reels Film Board, this is Tommy Hansom with an important announcement. The following podcast includes movie audio clips that contain unbleeped profanity. Such profanity may include Damn, Hell, Nuts, Butter, McGee, Doodle, Captain, and Toot Toot, here comes the diarrhea parade. Listening discretion is advised. 
It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Next Reel's Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together and, you know, we talk about news and reviews and trailers and we make up weekly list challenges and we have some games. I am Mandy Kaplan. Good Saturday to you, gentlemen. I have with me Steve Sarmento. Games! Oh, I got quoted in the first minute. Say nothing else. You're done, Steve. Pete, good morning. It's about time I hear the words, you're done, Steve. Say nothing else. I'm just reading the script you gave yeah. me. <laughs> Hi, Mandy. Hi, guys. How have you all been since we last spoke? What have you been watching and enjoying and entertaining yourselves with? Well, you know, it's Thursday. And as we record this, spoilers out, it's, wow. we record this wow. a little bit before Saturday matinee, but I just watched yesterday, I just watched Kongzilla open yesterday, HBO Max, and apparently in a theater. And I watched it. That's what I watched. And I have to say, I'm going to say the words. It was better than the last one. <laughs> okay. Strong praise. If you if you saw the last one, you know what I'm talking about. It was better than the last one, not which good. was not. So there you go. Kingsford. It is exactly what's on the tin. It is giant cartoon animals throwing themselves around. And Hong Kong, I'm sorry. I, you're done. You're done. Wow. The Hong Kong is. Yeah. Hong Kong's gone. So that's what it was. It was entertaining. I was entertained. We're actually doing a show on it. Uh, we're doing a film board. Andy is leading us through uh, the the film board forest. Uh, we'll be recording that live stream on Saturday night. So uh, Kongzilla, uh, catch it. HBO Max. because. It's better than the last. And that is what it's called, Kongzilla, or that's what you're Not at all. It? No, right. it's not I was at all. Waiting actually, for I was waiting for you to correct me because I know that you you actually enjoy the entire catalog of, of Kong and, and Zilla movies. You're looking so, at me? Oh, because it's yeah. April Fool's Day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love them. <laughs> it's Godzilla versus Kong. It yeah. is the, it's, and honestly, you have to say, that's not much better than my title for it. No. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good. And have you seen it yet? Steve? No. Manny, have you seen it? No. You haven't no. watched it yet? No. I, no. Steve, no. class us up, Steve. What have you been watching? <laughs> I have been trying to catch up on my Oscar nominations, but... Uh, yeah, I have been failing at that. I mean, I've got all the best picture nominees except for the father because I'm not ready to go out into theaters. So I was just lurking around on many streaming services and stumbled across a little series on Showtime called The Loudest Voice about Roger Ailes. It's from like 2018 with Russell Crowe. As Russell Ru Crowe, yes. yeah. I That was a good show. I'm just getting into that now. I just finished episode three and looking at this cast. And this is one of these things when you cut the cord and you don't have, you know, you're not paying $150 a month to have Showtime, HBO and all that. You miss out on these things. I didn't know this thing existed. I stumbled across it because here's the weird rabbit trail I went down. Several weeks ago, I watched uh, Boss Level, which was a movie. And it had Naomi Watts in it. And we were discussing, where has she been? What has she been up to? Other than an occasional, you know, part in a David Lynch project. What has this woman been up to? And I and I saw in her IMDb listing, The Loudest Voice. What is that? And Russell, Russell Crowe is in it. So that's how I stumbled across this little gem that I am I'm spending time on. That and discovering the wonders that is Jacques Tati. Keep it clean. I don't know <laughs> any of those words. Mon uncle, my uncle, which is a 
brilliant. I mean, it basically, this is one of these things when you're, you know, when you discover something that you love and then you realize it's just a ripoff of something that came before it. Love Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean would not exist if it was not for oh, Jacques wow. Tati and his. Jacques Tati. Yes. Yeah. So Got it's, it. it's, it's just the physical comedy, the silence, all of those things. And so they've got a bunch of his films on the Criterion channel. So that's my next project just because in COVID land, you need little bright gems like this in your yes. life to just distract you and give you just pure joy in, in your heart. And so that's what I got from Mon Uncle, which is hilarious. Or you could be like me and watch Pharaoh versus Alan in its entirety Ooh, why, over this why, week. So how many showers have you had to take? I mean, oh, just, my gosh. Just, oh, it's brutal. Know. Yeah, I, I definitely need a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Top Chef starts tonight, so that's oh, a good thing. Excellent. But I, yeah, it's uh, this thing is gut wrenching, absolutely gut wrenching. I haven't watched any of it, but I know it's brought up so many issues about the death of her three of her fourteen children, or or something like I like it was Mia Farrow's children. Yeah, and Woody Allen. That didn't they? They don't uh, talk about the deaths of any of her children. Well, I think maybe just the act of this documentary being made has has oh. brought about a lot oh. of, of issues about the deaths of three of her children. And so it was a big, it, it's, it's just, uh, it's bananas. It's particularly bananas. I went to college with Sun Yi. What? Oh my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my. We are one degree oh. away from crazy town. We are one degree. And I have to tell you, she was introverted, but delightful. Nothing but nice things to say. Lived in my dorm. Wow. Yeah. Like, no, we had class together. And yeah. I mean, we weren't close, but, you know, walk to class buddies. Right. Yeah. So oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Delightful. Wouldn't want to speak to, <laughs> uh, you know, anything that came yeah. after because, sure. you know, we never we never saw Woody on campus. We never saw any of the the extended sort of family. But but yeah, she was. She was there. That's my whole story. It's not really a very good story beyond the one degree thing. Like, we can all revel in that and then I move on, I guess. That's a solid six. <laughs> all right. That's what we're here for. All right. That's good. That's so good. I'll take it. We are also here to talk about things in the pop culture news. I would like to talk about something that I rage against all the time, which is reboots. Mm. Are we all burnt out on the reboots? Yes. Or is that just me? No. It's... It's a it's a disease that is just run amok that I you you shared this article and I thought, oh, oh, please make it stop. It's a plague that's gotten out of hand. It, it, it is. It's insidious. It's it's horrible. It's it's never going to stop. No. So as part of our trying to accept it, gentlemen, I sent this article listing a couple dozen reboots. And I want to know which ones you are repulsed by and which ones you're excited for. If you had to pick one that you're going to watch, <laughs> there are so many on here. There's, There's Frasier, which we know I'm excited about, Party Down, The Wonder Years, a, an, an all-black version of The Wonder Years, Criminal Minds, American Gigolo, the TV show <laughs> reboot. What? In oh, no. Treatment is coming back with Uzo Aduba. I mean, yeah, gents, yeah. talk to me. Which ones do you like? Okay. I but was... I don't care about that. I care about the ones you hate. No, I okay. I hate all of them, and yes. then CSI Vegas. Yeah, what is that? What? What? 
Peterson, <laughs> William Peterson, and Georgia Fox are coming back to CSI. CSI, long-running show, ended in 2015, spawned all the other CSI shows, but this is the one true CSI. Any of us who are actually CSI fans know that these are the one, this is the one true one, and William Peterson was the one true head of the crime lab, and he is back with Georgia Fox. Who knows? But it's back in Vegas, It I, and I... I hate all reboots until this came up, oh. and now I love reboots. I Fired have missed up. this show. I missed this show. I loved, This was my, like, supreme guilty pleasure. I binged, like, 15 seasons of it over the course of three months, and I just, like, it was too much. You have the bends and the shakes, and uh, but it was fantastic. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I like classy stuff, too, but I really love CSI, <laughs> and uh, so that was great. They're also bringing back, like, Criminal Minds, which wasn't, yeah. that just ended yes. last I know, like year yesterday. or something, yeah. right? Yeah. It just mm-hmm. ended it. They, that's mm-hmm. not a reboot. That's no. like a, we were on a break. Yes. Uh, Ooh, I, nice I, Ross I, and Rachel <laughs> reference. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Allie McBeal, pretty upset about Allie McBeal. That thing needs to go. And frankly, I went back and watched some early Allie McBeal. It ain't that great. It does yeah. not hold up, y'all. It's not not great. It was Don't never want, my thing. No, no. It, it's a wonder year. Please. I have real challenges with almost all of these. But if Fraser Crane isn't doing a podcast, they've broken it. <laughs> yep. Oh, Steve, wow. which ones are you excited about? Well said, N- None of them. These are all oh. horrible. I just, here's the thing. I just don't like network TV. And, and that's mm-hmm. so much of this. And then there's the things like, in treatment, did anybody watch that the first time around? Are they hoping that they're going to fix what was broken and bring it around? I don't know. Maybe it was a huge hit. Half of these things, unnecessary or... What was that? Why do we need to do it again? Right. Let's just do something new. I I know there's the fear of, well, we've got this existing intellectual property that's worth something. So let's let's use that rather than risking doing something new. I mean, actually, one show that I am watching on network TV is uh, Debris, which is sort of like a new version of like the X-Files. You've got two agents mm-hmm. solving mysteries and all that. And it's it's okay, but at least it's something new. They didn't reboot the X-Files. They decided right. to do something else. But so many of these never watched the first time around. No desire to see them the second time around. And it's... Pete, you may be thrilled about CSI. That's one show I never... I, the abbreviations, JAG, CSI, NCIS, any of those <laughs> things. Never watched any of them. Have no desire SVU. to see... SVU. SVU. All, all, none of that. You, you had me at CSI and NCIS. Right, it's, it's really the C's and the S's. It's the alphabet uh, suits okay I don't <laughs> care for. And so why bring them back? I mean, just they should have just kept them going. I mean, if it, if you decided to cancel yeah. it, then it's done. Don't don't bother. Well, I guess the one that I we're watching uh, the Wonder Years with my family with my son, and it's sure. just a fantastic show, and it holds up beautifully. And if they're going to reboot it. With an all-black family, that's a different show because that's going to bring up entirely different issues than the Arnolds had in the 1960s. But if you call it Wonder Years, there's a built-in audience. There's a built-in brand. I guess that's – they feel more confident. There's also a built-in – a built-in platform to disappoint when it's yes. not the show they expect, yes. right? That show yeah. in particular walks a very fine line uh, about, you know, setting expectations by calling it the Wonder Years and not delivering the Wonder Years, delivering something else great, but not the Wonder Years. No. And mm-hmm. I'm so I that, that is something I would I would worry about. Doogie Howser, um, you know, I, I don't know about that, but I'm surprised actually that 
you were less uh, enthusiastic about In Treatment. In Treatment was a great show. Gabriel Byrne did it, some fantastic work in that show. It was a great show. Everybody Really great show. show. Great. And this now includes Joel Kinnaman and Anthony Ramos uh, in that show. That could be really great. I think Joel Kinnaman's career is... I can't wait to see what happens for him over the next five years after For All Mankind. Um, he's just a, an incredible actor. And, of course, Anthony Ramos is in the Heights. So Yes, yes he I, is. He will be after In Treatment. Yes. I heard that. I heard that. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> what, what could you no. possibly say? What are you going to do? So mm-hmm. we might all be in treatment if this Comic-Con controversy doesn't get worked out. Steve. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Mandy, you are such an, a, a fantastic performer that you delivered that segue with the intensity of somebody who actually believed it. Because I know Comic-Con's her thing, that she's really, really invested in this and what's going it, on. Because it is still April Fool's. <laughs> is we we could do this all day long. <laughs> so all, all the nerds got sad when they canceled the Comic-Con last year and sure. they decided to bring it back. And for... Whatever reason, they thought it would be a really good idea. Let's do it in person in San Diego, November 26th through November 28th, which is Friday through Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. And wah, wah. and the response has been, you want me to go where, when? Uh, yeah, what actor or producer is like, I could spend time with my family that I haven't seen in two years, or I could go promote this thing mm-hmm. with all these people that... May may not be wearing Dressed masks like and uh, and all of that <laughs> stuff. So I'm expecting within the next week or two that there will be a shift to this. Somebody actually suggested why not do it on Halloween because that makes sense. People are dressing up, and apparently the convention center is available that weekend. That would make sense. That's not a family holiday. Sure, sure. But the the sinister thread that's woven throughout this article at the Hollywood Reporter is, you know, they're they're talking with you know PR reps saying that you know. So far, their clients are refusing to attend, but, quote, would likely come around if ordered to do so by a studio. And that's the scary part of putting putting Awful. these people in the position of you. We're going to order you to go subject yourself to this nonsense and this mess instead of spending time with your family. Uh, they, right. they are catering to the, you know, those, the talent that may be in Europe because they will have it in San Diego, but apparently they also have some locations in Europe so they can attend virtually from there, I guess. But to me, this still seems like a really bad idea, not a solution to the problem. They're struggling because they tried doing a virtual one in July and, you know, clearly that didn't bring in, in the money. It's post-COVID solutions. They need to think outside the box. And this was, I think, just a major fumble for the organization. Wow. Agreed. It's, it, it's, it's hard not to look at that and and hear it just like a mean-spirited, like, post-COVID commerce grab. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sad. Well, Pete, while you're sad, you want to tell us <laughs> more details about <laughs> Kingzilla, which I know you're excited about because you made up a word and you put an exclamation point on the site. So that means... Uh- I did. Well, I guess I guess I'm really excited about it then. Um, I yeah, Kingzilla. I was just I think it's interesting that they they're starting to talk about like biggest pandemic openings. They're talking about, uh, you know, there there's this whole sort of qualified 
um, measure now of performance. And and uh, I, I think it's good to just note and set perspective with what we're working on. This movie, I, I don't actually know off the top of my head what it what it cost. I, I wasn't ready with my tabs. But domestically, <laughs> its Wednesday open was $9.6 million, uh, uh domestic box office from 2,409 theaters. That's $3,980 per location domestically. Now, that's not very much money per location. No. That's, you know, at these prices, maybe 15 people saw that saw the movie. Um, but internationally, it actually did, you know, better. 122 million for those countries that have their COVID on lock and people are going to theaters and and things are, are kind of OK. It's still not great for the blockbuster status of, of this particular movie. And um, I, I, you know, who I don't want to armchair the industry, but I it will be curious to see what happens over the next eight to 10 months. Right. What you constitutes know, it, a success? Yes. And yeah, what yeah. constitutes how do we, how are we going to co- completely rejigger our expectations around um, around what is a good box office opening? They're expecting this this Kong versus Godzilla to make 30 million dollars this weekend <laughs> domestically. OK. Thank goodness the rest of the planet is doing very, very well because um, we're not there yet. Although Regal is opening uh, this as of this weekend, uh, you that that's big news. The select theaters, select markets, you can go back to the theaters again, again. Um, so hopefully, this one they'll stay open. Your desi- you don't have a desire to see it either, Steve, or uh, you will see. It. This is one that would greatly benefit benefit from seeing it in theaters. This is what I'm excited to get back into theaters to see. I'm not ready to put myself in the theaters yet. There's just mm-hmm. too many too many things and this is one that I I'm torn because I don't want to sort of spoil the experience by watching it on TV and then thinking and then maybe a month from now it's still in theaters and feeling okay, we're in a position here where it would be okay to go see it in the theater and and have different expectations for that. So right. I did. I did really enjoy Kong Skull Island. Godzilla King of the Monsters was. I don't know what it is. They, they can't get the Godzilla parts right. They can get the Kong parts right really well. So you're making yes. all of these names up, yes. right? That's yes. a st- <laughs> these are all the fake things fighting That's, the fake things. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really good point, Steve. Too. It's it's the Godzilla stuff where it where yeah. it historically has fallen down. Yeah. They always. But it's the Godzilla stuff without Godzilla on screen. It's the humans in Godzilla movies that are written terrible. Well, it, they start. They have such a great concept, and then the execution just always falls apart near the end. Because when we did Godzilla, what was that like five six years ago on the film board? Yeah. There was some great stuff at the beginning, and then it just turned into cliches. And I felt the same thing about King of Monsters. Interesting concept. Maybe you're trying to cram too much story into a two-hour film, and you're trying to also add character development, or maybe you just don't know how to handle character But I don't know. But the Kong stuff always seems to be handled well. So I'm, I would like to see it, but I want it to be the right environment to see it. Not on my iPad, not on my phone, not on my, right. you know, my yeah. little Zack Snyder well, 4x3 with- format or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <IMAX>. <laughs> yes. I uh, yeah, with the you know fifteen thousand movies queued up to hit the theaters over the next eight months, yeah. you're not going to see it because it's right. too long to stay in a yes, theater for even a single showing. Yeah. They you're, you'll get the first hour and then it's going to move on to something else. Good point. There is no segue 
for this next headline. And I'm just going to read the first line of this article posted by Ray, our dear friend Ray. Star Trek's William Shatner is creating an artificial intelligence-powered version of himself to preserve his memory and legacy for generations to come. I would have put money that you would have skipped that headline altogether. I just wanted to read that all the out words. loud. <laughs> now, Do you know, my but, dream so, is fulfilled. <laughs> I, first of all, isn't this what you've always wanted? It's just more ways to interact with the construct of William Shatner. Yes. Um, of did, did you read up on this at all? Did, did you did you guys either either of you know what StoryFile is? It's a no. conversational interactive AI powered video technology. That's what it says. Nice just job, came up with Steve. that. Nice <laughs> job. I, I, I can read the, I can read the sentence right there. I already screen. closed my window yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> just done. Uh, StoryFile is a really interesting yeah. thing. It's because they they're the company that is endeavoring to do the talking screen technology that you get in movies where you you know you'll see a science fiction movie and a character will walk into a museum and there'll be like a hologram of a person standing there as a guide and you can mm-hmm. talk to it and interact mm-hmm. with it. And it well, Storyfile is the company that is trying to do that for real. So they take all kinds of footage of you. You sit in this chair, you're in a green screen, and they essentially digitize with many cameras all around you a 3D representation of you so that you can be used in holograms and those kinds of things. It made me think, Steve, if now I can't remember the name of it, there was the movie where um, she you did it on Trailer Rewind yes. where she was um, the Congress. What, with the Congress with, with Robin Wright. There, there's a whole thing where that she's in a huge dome and they film all this stuff with the idea that actors can sell basically their rights and then their digital self can then be cast in all these different movies doing things that the actors either aren't willing to do or capable yeah. of doing. You guys, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This sounds like a moneymaker. It me. is. But I'm available. All in. One time yeah. purchase. But with the deep fake technology and other things, it's you get enough recording. That, yeah, you can you can construct William Shatner saying doing pretty much anything. Yeah. So he can yeah. creep us out for eternity. Yes. That's fantastic. He can. Fully interactive. Their technology is called Conversa. That's their AI uh, programming technology. Be on the lookout. I'm sure it will be acquired by Amazon yes. uh, yeah. in, in no exactly. time. So all right, guys. It's time, dun, 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 for trailers. 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 <laughs> trailers. Pete Wright, are you the first one? Or I, no. I, can't, I, need to, no. I need to go, Steve. wait a minute. Now, hold on, the Sarmento. Rule. What? Yeah. What? Look, we had, I know, all right. The pure hatred between you two. A review of rules. A24, yeah. our favorite trailer studio. Right. A24 always had prime position. Right. Until, didn't the red band rule trump A24? Where's Mr. Nelson? We or need was him. it the other way around? Because I know, you know, we did have the rare occasion of, of red band A24, and then we didn't have to worry about it. But I thought it was red band rule first. Was The first rule we had was, like, red band trailers go first. And then we had the A24 rule. But I don't remember which one took precedent over that. I don't either. So I'm you going know what? to decide. The, yes, yes, please. Steve, do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Because, frankly, Steve's trailer should have been a red band trailer anyway. It's, it's just bananas. It's, 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 I was wondering it's, about that myself. Well, I, oh, so this is a trailer that just, you know, showed up very recently. 
I had not heard about this project. I had not heard about the story behind this project. This is a crazy, crazy film. The IMDb summary barely scratches the surface, but it states a stripper named Zola embarks on a wild road trip to Florida. Okay, that doesn't tell you anything about this. What happened was way back in 2015, a woman tweeted out basically, hey, I'm going on this trip with this friend to Florida. And over several hours, a hundred and something tweets laid out the story of this crazy weekend that she had with this woman that she met while she was working at Hooters. They were they were both uh dancers in a strip club. They end up taking this trip. All of a sudden she finds out her friend's got a pimp. There's all this craziness that happens allegedly true there's an article in rolling stone that was written about it uh so everybody was talking about this crazy thing and it's the weirdest thing that happens in you know the 21st century where social media posts can suddenly become movies and so we've got now a film version of this uh directed by i'm gonna butcher this name i tried watching an interview so i wouldn't do janixa Janixa, I think it's Janixa Bravo, who is a writer and director on this. Uh, but we've got Taylor Page, Riley Keough as our two leads of these women involved in this crazy bonkers weekend. It is coming June 30th. This Just watching this trailer, I thought it's been so long since I've seen an A24 trailer. It has that that spot of what kind of crazy nonsense is this? I've never seen a movie like this. I've never seen a movie based on tweets before, but somehow they've put together what looks like a really compelling character piece about a woman who just had the most surreal weekend of her life. Hey, last month I went dancing at this cute spot in Florida where my roommate's girl made like five G's a night. Because of my we just met yesterday and you already trying to take whole trips together? Be ready by two. Hi, bitch! You want to hear a story about how me and this bitch fell out? It's kind of long, but it's full of suspense. You want to go somewhere with me? That's my face. Shut it so bad. Dear Heavenly Father, we are asking you a special prayer today. We asking you to send us niggas. Send us niggas with culture. Send us niggas with good credit. What brings y'all here? We making shmoney. Money, titties, money, titties. From here on out, watch every move this bitch makes. Do it look like I came for this? I'm so proud of you. I don't fuck with you. No more. I didn't do nothing wrong. I came to dance. No, 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 we're done with that. Why you on my Twitter? Why you on my Facebook? Why you on my Tumblr? Why are you DMing me? 
sis, why are you tagging me sis. in photos? You don't even fuck with me. Sis. Let me know. Sis. Let me know. Yes, Let me sis. That's what I'm the bringing. The way you just pitched it. Yes. <laughs> sounds pretty interesting. Another one of those great Twitter adaptations. <laughs> right? <laughs> the way the trailer tells it. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> no, there's none of that in there. It was... I am not a, a Puritan or a Quaker. It was the most foul language crammed into two minutes, and I was so turned off. I couldn't, I couldn't look past how vulgar and how mm. much it was trying to be shock and awe. Yeah, like to the point where you're not going to see the movie. Oh gosh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, listen to people next. talk like that. The minute people no. start with like "bitches," I can't. Uh, I'm out. I yes, can't. Yeah, I hate it. I uh, the the only thing that that hit me it took me forever to realize uh Riley Keough yeah it, what <laughs> yeah what yeah with the i mean that woman has some range yeah uh because this was not who she was in like Mad Max no uh right like this is not american honey this is not like she's just she was just looks really interesting in this movie so for anything just uh, the performative experience i i want to i just want to watch them interact on screen i am really curious about this movie and uh, it it looks like a, a hell of an experience like what a ride i'm i'll, I'll Two check out it out three ain't bad for yeah, sure no the, yeah. I, I agree mandy it's very in your face with the subject matter and it's not it's not comfortable and reading reading some of the the rolling stone story what i do i don't know this will get into it in the film but i i don't know if we can put a note uh, the link in the show notes but what really happened in at least her version of the story it gets into the whole sex trafficking industry because what Mm -hmm. happens is suddenly there's a pimp involved and there's transactions happening that she had not signed up for on this this trip so i don't know if it's going to delve into that territory but i think it's an interesting story that presents a side of life that most people don't want to face because it is it's ugly and it is you know confrontational and uncomfortable to deal with and i think that's sure why i appreciate a24 taking on projects like this definitely not definitely not for family movie night pete just giving you a heads up on that one. Okay. Have you met my family, Steve? We'll watch anything. Yes, yes. Casey I'm... loves pimps. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there, what was the other? Just, but what was the other book that was recent Twitter thread that was adapted into uh, a movie? Oh, you might be the um, killer. You might be the killer. Yes. Yeah. That's more what I expect from Twitter adaptations. This was I didn't expect. I was pleasantly surprised from this. Also, you might be the killer is an awesome conceit. Have you seen the film? Not for me. No. no. Oh, oh, Mandy. Love the conceit. Yes. <laughs> you might be the killer is two. There are two writers that just started a conversation yes. and it started with, hey, I think I might be a serial killer. And it's uh, I've got this weird mask that I found and there's these kids and there's this funny stuff going on. And it just it's two writers just back and forth. Uh, wow. And they managed to actually construct it into basically sort of a spoof of the whole, you know, teen serial killer slasher oh. type. Yes. Gotcha. Super, super yes. clever. And the um, the I, I just want to get the the writers because they are a they're fantastic yes. uh, Twitter contributors. And I can't remember um, what their names are. Chuck Wendig and uh, Chuck Wendig. Yep. Uh, Chuck and Sam Sykes. Yes. There you go. Sam Sykes. Sam, Sam Sykes. Sykes. Chuck Wendig. Yep. Both great on Twitter. This yes. is a very, very funny. It's a really funny Twitter thread. 
oh. uh, that still exists, and you can you can read the whole thing still as it inspired. I think I want to see the movie though. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. Pete, All right. What what trailer did you bring to the table? Not to be confused with Suicide Squad. I present the Suicide Squad. You gotta be kidding me! You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dressed as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully, Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire! Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Bloodsport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. Times are hard. You fail to follow my orders in any way. And I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Can do the job so this is the famous Suicide Squad. Nom nom. Any questions? And? Yes. That is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, you die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth... Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. What's the plan? How am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. When I get you out of here alive, I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! Uh huh. We love the rain. It's like angels are smooching all over for us. Uh, it is a comic book thing that is uh, about a, a menagerie of weird supervillains that are brought together to to save the world. Uh, they're led by, uh, you know, Harley Quinn and the Peacemaker and Bloodsport and all of these names. But mostly it's James Gunn. And this trailer has a remarkably different feel than the other Suicide Squad. This feels it, this has a, a unique identity and personality. And uh, the, it just feels like a James Gunn film. And I stand relieved at that. I look at this whole movie as an exercise of 
of him writing himself into a corner just as an experiment to see what, if he can get out of it. And mm-hmm. uh, so the the trailer was, uh, I thought the trailer was hysterical. Um, this has a wonderful uh, extended cast, a big cast, uh, including, you know, John Cena and Idris Elba. And uh, we already mentioned Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman. Love Joel Kinnaman. Yep. Uh, Sylvester Stallone plays King Shark. Uh, animated half-man, half-shark character. Uh, David Dasmalkian, Michael Rooker is another changing sides from the Marvel Universe, another James Gunn film. Looking like the Crypt Keeper in this. Sure (laughs) is, sure is. Alice Braga, uh, Viola Davis, Nathan Fillion, uh, his arms fall off a lot. Fantastic. (laughs) Jai Courtney, Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson. Um, like uh, Peter Capaldi. Can can I please just say Peter Capaldi is the thinker that it's just there's so much like chef's kiss. Awesome mashup uh, grab bag of effects and wit. Uh, And so I'll take it. I like this kind of stuff. I like this kind of stuff, too. Although now we have. I, I'm wondering because this trailer hit. There's been lots of buzz about it now, Pete. I don't know if you've seen sort of the the fallout from this. This combined with the whole Snyder release of the Snyder cut of Justice League. That now I've seen sprinklings of David Ayer, director of Suicide Squad, talking about his director's cut version and the great movie that he put together. And now whether or not there's enough momentum to get him to release his version of Suicide Squad. So now there's there's know. so much Suicide Squad out there. There's so much. I, yeah, there's too much Suicide too, yes. Squad. That's what happened. Yes. I think he's too late. I think I well, think he's, he's too late with that mo- momentum. Yes. I don't think people would yes. show. I think they're excited about the James Gunn Suicide Squad. This is the one they want to see. I, I agree because it's uh, not as dark. It is that James Gunn yeah. gore, ridiculous uh, juvenile humor to a certain extent. Yeah. Yes, but and he just runs. You know, embraces that a hundred percent. Uh, yes. As soon as I saw Michael Rooker, I was like, ah, yes, of course he's in this. It's James Gunn. They work together very well and have for many, many years. Well, and even the bigger question, do you think David Ayer has the same kind of pull that Zack Snyder does? No, uh, I don't. With Not. either with the fans or with the property. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Whereas, yeah, James Gunn, this is one where this one happened. And I think the only thing that upset fans was working on the Suicide Squad delayed his work on the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 which is the yes. next thing that he's he's moving on to. The question is his swan song with Marvel. I have a yes. feeling. So we'll if he s- needs me to help him with time management, mm-hmm. I am available. <laughs> <laughs> no delays in my life. Oh, no delays. So again, I think the DC universe is, is their successes are going to be the films that aren't on that dark Snyderverse. I think, you know, when you look at like Shazam being light family fun and that doing well, even even Wonder Woman, not quite as dark. So dark. Shazam? I love that you call it. Yeah, I mean... For me, oh, <laughs> very dark, <laughs> bullying, all but. that stuff. I loved it. Yeah. So this is this is fun. This is one that I watched it. My wife sat next to me, rolling her eyes through the trailer several times because, well, yeah, it's because you're sure, giddy. Sure. Because no, because and she's watching you be giddy. She's watching about me be 13 years stuff. old. Is what she's watching. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No one's asking, but I watched the trailer, <laughs> and uh, it is the weirdest two and a half minutes I've ever experienced. I have never seen a James Gunn movie or a Suicide Squad movie or any superhero movies. I guess I saw Shazam. This is not my thing. And I loved this trailer. And oh. I think I want to see this movie. <laughs> wow. Because oh, of the okay. dark humor. I love okay. dark humor. And 
every actor in it was more exciting than the last. Yes. Everybody that appeared on screen made me go, oh, oh. Yeah. So I think I might, I can't do it with my kid. He's too little. Yeah. But, yeah. but I don't know. But as an I'm, actor, I'm hoping do you start to get a thinking, mild summer cold and have a reason to watch this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> mild summer cold. Just a mild, just the sniffles. Yeah. Can't get out of bed. Yeah. I'm going to rent suicide. Yeah. The suicide yes. squad. Well, I am very excited about it. And I did. Uh, this is me not being prepared. Uh, I when did, It just still just says 2021. August 6th. August, August 6th. 6th okay. We get to see it. So it's perfect. It's mild summer cold season. Yes. Uh, right. Couldn't have written a better plot myself. All right. What do you got? Well, you know what? You know what? It's it's Easter yeah. weekend, Mandy. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. It's April 1st, but it's also Easter weekend. Did that influence your trailer at all, would you say? It did not. It did not. This is a trailer I've been seeing for two years, <laughs> having a kid. <laughs> okay. And I have to tell you, I'm so excited to play games, I forgot my trailer. I was ready to start the game. Okay. I'll simmer <laughs> down. I'll slow my roll. Back it up. I picked the... <laughs> Inimitable, if that's the right word, Peter Rabbit 2. We are gathered here today to join B and Thomas in holy matrimony. You're taking this so well. He's a good man. You hated this guy. We've grown very close. Welcoming a new parent. Not that close. A father. Father? Father? No, you're not my father. Peter! Peter! The ring! Right, sorry. Are you the author? It's really the rabbit story. I just wrote it down. Look, Dad, it's Peter Rabbit. Oh, I hate that I'm the face of this. He's a little naughty. What? Are you Peter? That depends who's asking. Peter, stay out of trouble. Told you he has it in for me. He was talking to all of us. I'm talking to you, Peter, specifically. Stay out of trouble. 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 If that's who they think I am... Maybe I'd be better off without them. Oh, Oh, come on. (sighs) What are you looking at, goody goody? You're going to turn me in? I'm no goody goody. Apparently, I'm a baddie baddie. Your name's Peter Rabbit. Yeah, I was best friends with your dad. My name's Barnabas. You're a fierce bad rabbit, just like him. Where are all the rabbits? Back in their burrow, snug as a bug in a rug. I'm gonna live forever! Get back here! Uh-oh, spread out. Join them, frolic. Yeah, I can frolic. This is fun. I'm speeding up a little. I'm speeding up quite a bit. Oh, stop. Oh. 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 Help. Help. And that's why adults shouldn't do kid stuff. Ooh. Oh, crickets. Yeah. You know why, crickets? I First of all, I thought you had a monologue planned. But second, <laughs> I never, I didn't see Peter Rabbit 1. Your, mm-hmm. your life has no meaning. Peter right. Rabbit is delightful and charming and funny and i've been waiting for peter rabbit too for like two years it's been they've been showing this trailer to us anytime i watch a movie with my kid they're like don't forget peter rabbit 2's coming 
So I couldn't resist. Steve, did you I, see Peter Rabbit? No, because my kids are oh. my kids are older. Old. Yeah, exactly. It's one of these things where well, I miss. I the wish a mild you summer cold for both of you. <laughs> and to rent Peter Rabbit. Well, I'm confused that they're releasing this in July. That's the thing that really because the trailer that you linked to was posted October 2019, which I was thought mm-hmm. this came out right, and I thought. Oh, no, because it said coming Easter. And I thought, no, the theaters were shut down. So they're pushing it a year. So then they push it past Easter to July. Why are families going to show up? I don't know. I mean, it's a rabbit. It's not an Easter movie. I agree. They they, they tried to do that the first time. You know, they move it to July. I haven't seen the first one. It's a real bad boy rabbit movie, too. Well, James Corden's quite the bad boy, isn't he? He is a bad boy. so delightful, you guys. He's so funny as as Peter Rabbit. Sure, yeah. And... I sit through, as I I think I lament every time I get to talk about movies, I sit through a lot of crap Uh with my kid. A Mm -hmm. lot of bad programming. Oh, yeah. So when you watch a fun family movie Mm -hmm. with lots of laughs, it's like such a relief. And Peter Rabbit was that. Now, Casey, by the time this thing comes out, he's going to be like 25 years old and like, Mom, get over it. I'm not watching this movie. (laughs) Right. But. (laughs) I I feel like uh, I had that experience with uh, Paddington. Oh. Oh. Oh, I love those See, movies. Right, yeah. That was yeah. that was that kind of experience. We watched that on a family movie night and it was it was just perfect. Like they yes. just did it really, really well. I think my problem with Peter Rabbit, like just imagine like growing up as a little kid uh, and there was a prized, cherished uh, character from your parents' childhood named Mandy Rabbit. <laughs> I think about like, it every day. Stevie Rabbit. <laughs> yes. Like I'm telling you, I grew up as Peter Rabbit. Like I don't I I wager that yeah. most Peters skip this movie yeah. altogether because they're like, screw it. Been there, <laughs> done that. Everybody called me, oh Peter, little Peter Rabbit. Look at his giant ears. Wait, Aww. is that just me? Well, hmm. I, I have lived a life with people walking up to me and going, Oh, like the song. I remember all my life. So I feel your pain, my friend. There we go. Yes. Okay. Are we ready, gentlemen, for games? Games. Games. Oh, you guys know the theme song. Okay. So we are going to play. I'm so nervous about this, first of all. I'm so nervous. You should be wicked nervous. The, The game we are going to play, I'm calling Name That Movie. I have invented an entirely new concept having nothing to do with Name That Tune, in which oh. I'm going to give you a year okay. to give you a sense of when the film came out. Okay. And I'm going to give you perhaps one clue. And then you are going to say, I can name that movie in five more clues. Oh. And then the other one oh. will say, I can name that movie in four more clues. Oh. oh. Now, the clues are going to start off more esoteric mm-hmm. and then give you more and more info as you go. Okay. And these are all movies okay. you know. Is there a theme to your picks? Is there Absolutely maybe one not. actress okay. who I had dominates? Had a drink. I had a drink and I was like, what movies can I think of? Pete, if so, we stick to Sandra Bullock's filmography, I think we're going to be playing it pretty safe. We'll be good. Somewhere. Be just yeah. So the first year is 2001. And your first clue to give you a sense of what this mm. might be is Duke. Steve, since you had an A24 trailer, <laughs> oh, how many yeah. more clues? I have seven more clues. Uh, oh, how many geez. do you think you need? They're going to 
They're going to give you more okay. information as we go. Two thousand one. I probably need. I I'm going to say I need five more clues. Five more clues. Yeah, I need a lot of clues on this. Out loud. Yeah. And you just took five, and it's up to five. So, Steve, now I have to say yeah, four or, 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 or less. You have to mm-hmm. say four you or have less. To say four or name, four or name that movie. I know it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will. I'm going to have to say uh, four. That mm-hmm. was not enough for me, Duke. 2001. Mm-hmm. Steve. Uh, you know what? It's early on. I want to get a sense of this. Pete, name that movie. Okay, oh, Pete. You get, are you ready? You get your clues. Crud. Okay. First clue is Duke. Yeah. The second clue is Courtesan. Would you like another clue? Well, of course I want all four <laughs> clues. <laughs> the third clue is rehearsals. Okay. And your fourth uh, and final clue before Steve can steal is Paris. What is that? Rehearsals in Paris? It was in Dangerous Liaisons in 2001? <laughs> that is what? not correct. Uh <laughs> Okay, so that was my that was my last choice. That was it. That was that my choice. I just blew it right there. You blew it, Steve. Crap. I'm going to give you one more clue okay. and see if you can get this. Okay, Kidman. Oh, oh for crying out oh, loud! So. Oh, but really, really? I was this close. So Moulin Rouge. One more it's clue. It is Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. Well, I might not have given uh, you the clue, Kidman. Yeah. I'm just, I'm yeah. figuring all this no, no, out no. as, no, as no, we that go. Was, okay. No, that was, that was good. That was because I, okay. honestly, yes. I did not, I don't think of that as a 2001 movie. I didn't have a sense of time on that one. That was the challenging part for me on that. I don't either. Yeah. I don't he either. Doesn't, That's Pete, what I Pete like to that blame movies that, that were released in the late 80s come, come out in 2001. So that's... That was going to be a huge surprise <laughs> to me, Steve. I just want you to know. I would have been surprised. I'm just saying. What year saying. would you have thought it was? Eighties. Oh, Moulin sure. Rouge. What, Steve, what? No, Moulin Rouge was. No. I just hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah. I would have okay. come back. Yeah, he just doesn't All know. Right. Dangerously, All right. This next one, you got this. You got okay. this. This is okay. Nineteen ninety-seven, and I'll give you a more leading clue to start you off. Nineteen ninety-seven film, Sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the nineties movies, <sighs> right? Yeah. All right. Eat. How many clues do you need? Uh, I'm. I want to see if I can hose Steve. I'm going to say four. Oh, jeez! Old. <laughs> wow. Old. Uh, go ahead. Uh, oh, come on. Three, okay, Steve. I can do it. Come I on, can. Steve. No, no. Ninety-seven. I think I can do it in three clues. Yeah. All right. Three more clues. Pete. Yeah, definitely name that movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to try and give you more helpful clues. I feel like I was see? too tough on Pete last time, and I prefer you, Steve. So. <laughs> Um, we will say Los Angeles. Okay. So now, you know, sociopath Los Los Angeles. Angeles. Okay. And you get two more clues. Mm -hmm. Slow-mo. Okay. And plastic surgeon. Oh, oh, is this, uh, is this face off? This is face off. It's face off. It's face off. Okay. So, Pete, you were like, no, this one I knew, right? Of course. Well, it's easy no, to say I now. thought it was, you said Los Angeles. <laughs> I thought it was LA Confidential. Oh. Uh, and then you said, what was the second one? Uh, Slow Mo. Something. Slow Mo. Yeah. Then it wasn't LA Confidential yeah. anymore, but I thought, oh, wait, it's coming into focus. Yes. And then it was face off. All right. Okay. So, Steve, yeah. two points. Yeah. Pete. Oh, Pete's got nothing. Goose egg. All right. <laughs> uh, this next one. Is 2011, 
So that's like recent. More recent, right? That's I 10 know. years ago, dude. It's not recent. It's a decade. And, and I will give the clue okay. cupcake. That's the first clue. 2011 cupcake. I have seven more clues that I can offer you. Cupcake in 2011. Mm, five's my lucky number. I'm going to say five. All right, Pete. All right, four. No, really? Okay, go ahead, sir. Name it. 2011 cupcake. Go ahead. Well, I get I get clues. Yes, I know. But you do get clues. We'll see how you do with your clues. I'm worried all about right. this all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you should be. <laughs> I'm going to say yoga. Okay. I'm going to say puppies. Yoga you get, puppies. Cupcake. You get two more clues, right? Am I keeping track correctly? Yeah. I'm going to say Wilson Phillips. <laughs> and for your last clue, Brazilian Steakhouse, 2011. The problem that I'm having right now <laughs> is that you said cupcake and I immediately went with election, which wasn't 2011 at 90s, all, dude. <laughs> but super on brand. And now I can't think of any other movie. <laughs> Steve, do you well, think you know I it? I think I know it. Well, he can take a guess. Did, oh, did, was that his guess again? Just throwing out movies from the 90s? Is that his go-to <laughs> strategy thinking? It, I don't know. It, I, I, go ahead. Is it Bridesmaids? It is Bridesmaids. Okay. It was the Wilson Phillips. I don't know why. I've only seen that movie. Wilson Phillips. I've only seen that movie once, maybe twice, but somehow that stood out to me. I don't know why. Okay. Okay. This last yeah. one. Well, I'll a get work. a movie in the right year. That's what I'm shooting <laughs> You're going to get this. I know you're going to get this, Pete. I have complete faith in you. <laughs> All right. This is from 2020. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trailer that you just talked about on this show tonight. This is tonight. Peter Rabbit. These are Peter and Rabbit. Uh, I will say 2020 and I will say algorithm. How many more clues do you think you need? I can name that movie. <gasps> oh, oh, snap. Oh, oh okay. he's going to do it. Okay. Well, he, there you go. Do it. Tenet. Yes. Yes. 2020 was my year yeah, right I there, know. right? Right. See, there's no questioning which one. So yeah, I did a bunch more, but uh, this was no, probably come on, give more Steve fun. One more, because I feel bad for more him. fun for me than you guys. One more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for him. You know, because he didn't get. He's he only has like do you seven want, points. Do you want hard, wicked hard, or just impossible? Oh, should we impossible Steve? for Steve? Yeah, sure, go ahead. All right. Really? Yeah, go bring it. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's All right, do 1968. It. 1968. Okay. This is mm -hmm. actually right in Steve's wheelhouse because of his advanced age. Um, the first thing <laughs> I will say <laughs> is meddlesome neighbors. Meddlesome neighbors. Meddlesome 1968. Yeah, and you're sure we've seen this movie? I would think so. Okay. I can't. I don't know all the movies you've seen. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a gamble, then. It is. Right. Meddlesome neighbors. How many How many clues do you have for this one? Eight more clues, Eight but more. two of them are like gimmies. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to stick with my five. All right, four. Whoa. Yeah, I know. We're really shaking it up. Steve, can you do three? <laughs> Let's do three. Let's see what we can do. What do you say, name Pete? That, na name that movie. Okay. Okay. Meddlesome neighbors. Okay. Haircut. Oh, okay. Controversy, pregnancy. These are clues that 
Relate to the movie itself, right? Not people associated. Meddlesome neighbors. Are there extra points for this one if you get it just because it's 1968 and super hard? It is. This is the impossible one. Pete, do you know it? Only if Steve doesn't. I, I'm drawing <laughs> a blank on this one. Is it Rosemary's Baby? It's Rosemary's Baby! What? <laughs> I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah, but it makes makes sense. Makes it makes this. It makes sense now. It makes it less sweet for me, but I'll still take it. No, no, and I (laughs) knowing that I should have because those are things I know enough about the story and all of that. So, so I was going to say two thousand one, Steve. So I was. I mean, I was like this close. (laughs) So is getting a haircut at a crucial part of the story, or is it just? No, it's that her hair. She she cut her hair real short, short, and it was a huge thing. thing, So fashion thing. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun game. That's a good pick. thanks. Yeah. I got to uh, get that patented or something. No one's come up with that concept before. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. It's brand new for everybody. Uh, Are you guys ready for our list? No. Yes. No. Yes. I don't know. Wow. Uh, Yes. Yes. Clearly and in every way. So dejected. (laughs) <laughs> so we, th- the votes were cast and our, we had to come up with movies in which a character based, this was based on Born on the Fourth of July, correct? Those, that's mm-hmm. the movie that launched a thousand choices. And the one that was chosen is dun, 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 characters who make a 180 change in their lives. Is that correct? Did I phrase that right? Yes. Yes. Because, uh, I, you know, Born on the Fourth of July over over the court. No, there's no no criticism, of course. No, you're owning it. Um, the over the course he, he does. And I, I want to set this up because I think my choice is like the 180 degrees really only counts when you look at it from the beginning and the end of the movie. Like it's, there isn't like a deciding point. It's just eventually a lot of rage turns into a change in perspective. Oh, so That's it's not I'm, it's not a choice of like, I'm going to change my ways. Yeah, That's I mean, how I it, interpreted it. You can. I'm going to let you have that, and I'll have my thing. <laughs> All right, Mandy, you and I are on well, the same page because I was like, they've they've got to be thinking and like make a choice, and it's like yes. this is wrong. I'm going this way. Yes. Right. So I was All more right, about Steve. the choice. Well, too. I have a little bit more. Yeah. I have a little bit more gray yeah. area. In yeah, mind. that's fine. Steve, kick oh, us I get off. To go for, okay. All right. So do. I'm going to start Mr. with Mr. Zola. <laughs> Going to start with a film that I think a lot of people haven't seen, and I didn't till I was researching this. I probably knew it when I first saw it, but I'd forgotten that this is actually based on a much older film. But I'm going with the most recent version of the film Last Holiday with Queen Latifah, which I don't know if you've seen. Richard La Grevenier's or something is that how you say his name? Is that I'm his just stuff No, up I now. don't know. Yeah, I don't no. think it is. Just, uh, but this I is, make up stuff. You do. That's what podcasts are all about. This is uh, so the story of a woman who, due to, you know, gets uh, medical results back that say she's dying. So she decides that and she's getting laid off from work. Things are things are horrible in her life. She decides I'm going to go because I'm dying. I'm going to go live my life doing all the things I always wanted to do. And so she takes off to this hotel where she's, you know, really expensive hotel out in Europe and spends all her money doing these life fulfilling things that she's always wanted to do. She has a book that's like her like a scrapbook of like her book of possibilities. And by the end of the movie, it's become her book of realities because she's learned to live life to the fullest rather than sort of letting life happen to her. So it's a whole 180 life, life affirming, fulfilling story. It's a lot of fun. 
Directed by Wayne Wang. Directed by Wayne Wang. So it's Wang. spelled a little differently the, than the, Richard Lagravenac. Well, La Gravenac. well <laughs> it's spelled that way. <laughs> well, most of those no, letters no, are no, silent. No, it's spelled that way. It's spelled Richard, but it's pronounced Wayne. That's Got it. Yes, Thank right. you yes. for the clarity. All right. Last holiday. Okay. Eat. So I'll start with one that fits more what your uh, definite your quote definition of this Don't list is. Don't pander to us. Uh, oh, you just got your pandered. Man. That was a full pander. So here's the thing: uh, you're fishing, uh, you and your buddy. You're fishing, and it's a lovely day, and you have no idea as you're out catching fish for your family that in just scant few moments. Your entire life will be changed and devoted to one central cause. Suddenly, the boat shifts. Your friend is dragged into the water. You don't know where your friend is. He comes up. He's on the the shore, and he's soaking wet. And he has, what does he have in his hand? He has in his hand the precious. You were Smeagol, but you become Gollum, devoted (laughs) To the One Ring. Oh my God! I'm talking, Say of the course, name about of the movie. Return of the King, the Lord of the Part Three of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Talk about a turn! Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Why do I have a feeling it's a, it's a Mandy's in the same Man. camp as Tommy with you? Just made up a bunch of weird pronouns, of proper nouns <laughs> that did. just make no sense to her. I did. Yes. Yeah, I, no, it's I, good. I, I know Gollum. Okay, I've heard, yeah, I've heard yeah. tale. Yes, I don't Smeagol, know him personally. Smeagol, look what I've got! It's the ring, <laughs> precious. Ooh, Pete's doing theater, radio plays. Oh, yeah, my my one man show, all six hours. <laughs> yes, of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. All right. Well, okay. I'm going to take your what word you for it that that's a 180 <laughs> switch. It's sort of. Sure, I guess. Come on, Steve. It's a 180 switch. Come on. He was a he was a little fishing I'm a little guy. hobbit, and, and an evil ring turns me into something else. A, so. I need for you guys to check degrees. your rage. He just turns over. Where's, where's the rage? Steve is a trigger. Wait, the, the life choice was let me pick up this ring, and that's what turns his life 180? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's evil. All right. Greed. You know what a life choice is? Go ahead. Gentlemen, you know what a life choice is. It's yeah. getting sober. Yes. It's being my favorite actress on the planet, Sandra Bullock, <gasps> and partying too hard and having your life fall apart and deciding I'm going to go somewhere for 28, 28 days, days. days and get yeah. sober with Alan Tudyk. That's my choice. I can't believe I got to pick a Sandra Bullock movie and it actually makes sense. Because normally I just shout yeah. out Sandra Bullock movies. Yeah, and yeah that Sandra Bullock make any movies. Sense. Yeah. But that's but my But that you also choice. managed to actually call out an Alan Tudyk movie. Yeah, there an you Alan go. Tudyk vehicle. Yes. Well, no that's, one better than That's Alan the Tudyk. real high point. Yeah. Uh, but, but that is a movie for me that if it is on cable or if I catch any bit of it, I'm cancel my life. I'm watching it. I love this movie. Just putting it out there. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. Don't look at me like that. Okay. Well, so now we have to do the whole thing where, like, you're this. I'm going to tell the story of this person's life and the the big life change that happened. From I'm so sorry that we're putting this all upon your shoulders. So, and I've got to do accents and voices with it, and a whole one man show of like, you know what? Oh, Steve, what, just move your mouth, and we'll have Tommy dub in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> so just, right. It'll be perfect right. for this one. Like, oh, look at me! I'm a fancy surgeon, and now I'm in a car accident, and I can't pick up pencils because of my hands, and I'm such a selfish bastard in my life. But I'm going to learn how to be selfless and save the world from the big beam from the sky as Dr. Stephen Strange in Dr. Strange. 
excellent pick. I thought you were going regarding Henry. (laughs) (laughs) I am so not a superhero. I was like, oh, he's going to say regarding Henry with the dog. Okay. No, I would would have mentioned more crackers if I was doing that, you know. Yes. Okay. Uh, My second pick is a movie that uh, I... I feel like I should get a twofer on this one. It's a movie that I have only seen once. I have zero interest in seeing it again. It's a very powerful experience uh, in which, um, you know, there's a, a brother goes to his brother and says, hey, there's some guys in there messing with my car, or messing with out front. And the brother takes a gun and kills those guys and then goes to jail because he was a, was he, he was a neo-Nazi. Was he a neo-Nazi? And did he yeah, stop he was people's a heads on the curb and stuff? Stop talking. We don't talk about it. And then mm. over the the course of the movie, both of them completely change perspectives, and uh, Edward Norton and, and uh, Edward uh, Furlong, Furlong, Furlong uh, in yeah. American History X. Almost said almost. That would have been a dodge. <laughs> no. Um, I would love to see American History X. That was a, this, yeah. that, Henry James almost. Yeah, that would have been a stunning turn. Uh, that was a tough movie yes. to watch, but both of those mm-hmm. characters have yes. uh, big life mm-hmm. changes right there that's, in American History that's X. legit. Yes. My movie, my next one is very similar. Uh, Jennifer Garner has a big life change in a movie that we talked about on Mandemic Mondays that has recently been shown on Netflix called Yes Day. Yes Day. She is a mother overwhelmed by how much she's saying no to her children. And she decides, I'm going to change my ways. We're going to have a day where I grant them every wish. And it loosens her up. For the better and makes the kids realize they do, in fact, need boundaries. So everybody has a 180 in that movie. Yes. And it's highly enjoyable. Well, let me tell you why I'm not going to watch that movie, Mandy, Ouch. because I listened to your show about it. And you did. and other Mandy both said and agreed that watching this movie made you want to divorce your husband. <laughs> We're not going to watch that movie in our you, house. You watch it. Just don't let your wife oh, watch it. Oh, just don't let her watch it yeah. with me. Got mm-hmm. it. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Got it. Okay. I watched it with my wife, and we're just fine. Oh, you did you like it, Steve? Yes, I did. It's cute, no, it right? was funny. Yeah. So what happened was I I saw the trailer for that, and my brother saw that, and he he just he was like rolled his eyes. Whatever. Uh, I was working on something at a late night working. And he's like looking for stuff. He puts it on, and I I'm listening to stuff working, and I hear him laughing, and he's like, "This is funnier than I thought it was going to be." So I thought. Oh, let me check this out. Because if if Mr. sort of sarcastic and bitter about the yes day comes around and says, yeah, I would give this three stars, I have to give it a shot. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it is going back to that sit down with the family, have fun like your Paddington and Peter Rabbits. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, yeah. take it. Totally divorced from reality. That's fine. Because I'm like, this is the longest day ever. With yes. all the things that they do, but it's but a lot yeah. of laughs, a lot of laughs. So, so much fun. Yes. Yay. Okay. I'll take that. You, you, and you're still married. It's you're great. Still, you still guys married. are great. Yeah. We're all good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Steve. Okay. Beat that. I, I will. I will beat that because sometimes, you, you know, do I have all my things have medical things in them somewhere? Yeah, because last holiday was medical. Yeah, so I guess Doctor Strange, he's got medical issues, and you know, do you have another doctor? No, I don't have another doctor. I'm not arguing that with you, Pete. I'm not arguing that with you. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm not arguing that with you. 
Because sometimes you, oh, 100%. you have life that's just, you're downtrodden, things are horrible, you might be losing your soul, you might have a brain cloud, and then you just may learn to live life out in the Pacific, if you're Tom Hanks in Joe versus the Volcano. I turned on or oh. off the main drain. <laughs> I yes. didn't see that coming. Huge favorite. Yes. Huge. Have you seen that movie, Mandy? Please say you Never. have and that you love it. <gasps> no, I haven't. Oh. Okay. Young Tom please. Hanks and Meg Ryan. I've shamed yes. the podcast. Oh. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Yeah. Please. Yeah. It's part I've of the great of Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan trilogy. And a volleyball named Wilson, right? Am I getting that right? N- n- yeah. No, I got nope. it. You've That's ruined movies. Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. So <laughs> and, um, is it is it my pick now? You're dirty. Yes. Great. Pick, pick great. up your okay. shattered pieces. Uh, <laughs> I Here's another one that I, I feel like I saw too long ago to make a, a terribly compelling case for it because this is this was like a, well it's just a long time ago but you mentioned a doctor and there is a doctor that is a movie about a particular doctor he says fully in air quotes there, there's a, um, a, a just kind of a wealthy character he's he's a protester he's he he stands on the side of democracy of the people and then he just kind of disappears from the movie for like ever from the story and uh when he comes back do you know what he is he's an officer of the state and a really bad guy i'm talking about pasha antipov the scarred soldier who just shoots protesters now because he's been he's been hornswoggled by the state in dr Zhivago. the journey you take us on pete i'm i'm captivated <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I learned everything from Ray and Kyle and Rob, who have really, I think, cornered the market on the Saturday matinee style of list prep. I, I so, bow Steve, down you noticed that. he just named every other host except you and me. Yeah, right? I know. I know. Yeah, no, I, I learned I nothing yeah. from you okay. guys. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Clearly. <laughs> I have not seen the Zhivago, so I didn't know where he was going. You haven't seen the yeah. Zhivago? Have you, have you read the Zhivago? No, why would I do that? Why would I read All the book right. when Too there's classy. the movie, Pete? <laughs> uh no it's uh yeah. it's big it's a big yes. thing but there is a, he's this character he's just like little protester and he comes back and he's got the red star on the hat and leather he's very serious he has a giant scar on his face and when apparently you learn it from the other soldiers like oh you don't want to talk to that guy because he talks to prisoners and then just shoots them uh he goes from being one of the protesters to being one of the authoritarian leaders of the state and it's uh it's a big turn so that's my last one okay. Dr. Z. Mine is very similar, and it comes from my mom, who always makes solid picks in this game of the list. It is, I believe, 1986's Overboard, starring Goldie Hawn and Kurt <gasps> Goldie Hawn! And Goldie Hawn starts off a real rich you-know-what, and she treats everybody terribly, and by the end of the movie, she chooses love and family, and she wants a simple life. With those kids, one of which talks like Pee Wee Herman. And I love this movie. Another movie <laughs> that if it's on cable, my day is done. I'm watching it. Right? 
Overboard. Outstanding. Overboard. It's a classic. I think I saw it once. Have you seen it? I may have seen it once. It's it's what my my wife said. Overboard. I'm like, I don't remember. I think I've seen it. You know, the problem is I get Overboard and Captain Ron because is is that both Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell in both of those? I can't remember. There's boats involved. Yes, I think you're right. That is Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, but it's not Goldie Hawn. but But then he's in Overboard, right? So I don't know. Kurt Russell on boats and I just lays over did anybody have any alts worth mentioning oh you qualified it uh i have alts, oh. but i don't know if they're worth mentioning <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I do have one uh, i have only one yeah. and that is uh you know what are you gonna do every time you get out every time you try to get out they pull they you back in pull you back i thought of it too they do oh corleone oh, okay godfather yeah. Why didn't you mm-hmm. use it? Because um, that's a good one, because, right? That's kind of a classic. It, it, it takes the three arcs, yeah. the three movies to yeah. And it's not get as there. important and life changing as Overboard, right? I had yeah. to make a real Note, gut call there. Noted. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. You Steve, made the right did you choice. have any? The only one I had else? because I was trying to focus on somebody's making a choice to turn their life around, and this one sort of on the fringe of that because when you have amnesia and you discover your past experience is that really a choice i don't know but going from you know suburban housewife to like trained assassin and long kiss goodnight is gina davis making that sort of mm-hmm. 180 was the only, only other thing i had that yeah, sounds good that's a good one the first thing that occurred to me it's a real 180 but then i put it in the old coda and saw that it had been chosen very recently i feel but tootsie oh yeah, because yeah. he definitely makes a big life change. He makes a choice. <laughs> yes, he big one eighty. We uh, speaking of of Gina Davis, we just recorded our episode on Thelma and Louise, uh, which is another one where, it, you know, do they really make the choice? No, uh, it's men know. making choices hey, yeah. for them in that movie, isn't it? Thank you, Steve. See, you get it. Then they rob a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and they, they do. Blow up that tanker. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't quite fit, but recent all right so there are our choices for our list and now we get to pick what list will torture next week's hosts and these are based on the film i shot andy warhol we moved on to mary heron a fantastic uh canadian uh, director and this was her this was her directorial uh debut i shot andy warhol uh lily taylor uh is in this one and it's just it's kind of bonkers. It tells the true story of the woman who she was she was a radical feminist and she shot Andy Warhol twice. And if you didn't know that Andy Warhol was shot, you probably grew up with me. I didn't know that. Either. <laughs> I didn't know that. Either. Yeah. Nope. Didn't know that he was shot, but he didn't. He, he lived from that shooting. And so. Uh, so you have uh, seen the film. I have seen the film. Do I have seen have... the film. It is. Whew, Something else. Okay. Any ideas of what list you want to force? Well, the next I, I week assume, Mandy, that, that not to a leading question, but you you haven't seen I Shot Andy Warhol. Correct. Okay, I thought it was an Steve. Oliver Stone film. I know nothing. Yeah, noted. Right, <laughs> Steve. You have not no, seen I it either. Not, okay. But I'm intrigued by some of the options that uh, are are being offered up here because some shall of, I read through? So, them? Some of them are very challenging and really restrictive, and some of them are really. Really super broad. So we could go all kinds of places with this. Yeah. 
Well, right. one of the things to note about this, the protagonist of the film is that she spends much of her life, uh, her adult life. Uh, she works as a sex worker. She sleeps on roofs. She's just like she's just trying to make way. But she's also writing a manifesto uh, called Scum, the Society for uh, the Scum Manifesto, Society for Cutting Up Men. And she Ooh. believes that the Y chromosome is an accident and all men should be put out to pasture to, quote, breed with the toadies and that it, it, you could I actually I found it and I've been reading it and it's it's fascinating to read so we you know there is um the we, we talked about like films talking about like <laughs> mental disorders I don't know if that's necessarily a really good one famous shootings we did have that yeah, I don't know that I, yeah. that seems like something else uh well this list hang- this list uh is you know, I think most of them are quite broad. Famous shootings, mental disorders, as you said, hanging out with the in crowd is just that could turn into a bunch of teen mm-hmm. yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Battles of the sexes, struggling yep. writers, biopics. Mm-hmm. Does, does it make you uncomfortable to hear the word, Pete? Unlikable protagonists. <laughs> uh, so broad, yeah. unlikable protagonists. Andy yeah. Warhol. Yeah. He's been in a You know, people have portrayed him in many in, movies. In, in, and he made movies. Yes. And my personal so. favorite, movie titles <laughs> that are a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please use that oh, one? Yes. I love it so much. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's yeah. A, in fact, I wonder if we should just pick it three times because nobody's <laughs> going to pick biopics when oh, that God. is one of the options. I know. I know we're doing this well, next week. Well, what about movies adapted from a building's roman? Is that what we should do, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah. You guys are such trolls, yeah. both of you. Yeah, I, know. Uh, I know. What do you guys think? I got to pick that one. This will be, and just so we know who who is going to be talking about this, it's going to be Kyle, Ray, and Tommy. Okay. I don't know any of those people. So. No. Exactly. So you know what what kind of thing that they might be dealing with. Uh, I would, uh, I, I feel like we have to pick Battle of the Sexes. All right. That's going to be my pick. And Steve. Famous shootings, I think. Love it. Yeah. Because that gives us some. Do do you do you want to qualify that like famous shootings that aren't assassinations or only assassination attempts? Oh, okay. So famous shootings. Oh, so because if we, I went, thought it was fashion shooting. Oh, no. that, there we I go. I thought it was all yeah. stars. All stars. Yeah. I mean, if we keep it too consistent with, so I don't know if I want to go with assassination attempts, but you know, shootings where the well, it's got to be a famous shooting where somebody doesn't die, right? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. I think that that was that's what the movie is right, portraying, right, right? Yeah, but I think if that I think there's not enough with that because famous shootings yeah, already already limits it enough. So I think if we do famous shootings, that that, okay. that gives enough assassination. Attempts. Famous shootings. A, a I just want to be sure because none of us sentence yeah. titles yeah. about right. battles of the sex. <laughs> yes, right, right. Yeah. Because none of us are on the show yeah. next week, so we can do whatever we whatever want. We but want. we can also right. we can also qualify it so that we either give them rules or constraints or focus. But I yes. think with famous shootings, as long as it's it's got to be famous enough, clearly that it, they made a movie about it. You know how central to it. I think that's the key piece. Is it's got to be somehow integral to the story in some way. You know, that's yeah. that's, I All think, right. the key piece to the okay. famous shootings. All right. It's not just like, I, I, you know, I, hey, you know, yeah. these stormtroopers, they shot this guy and, you know, they made a movie about it. It's like, no, that's Star Wars does not count as yeah. famous shootings. Sorry. OK. So should I put that at, in the list and, and uh, not, not Star, Star Wars. Wars, you leaps? <laughs> yeah. No stormtroopers allowed. Well, if you want to vote in next week's list challenge. 
It's easy. You just head over to the Show Talk channel in the Next Real Discord community. You can lend your vote to the chaos that is list picking and movie sabotage each week. How do you get access to the Show Talk channel, you ask? I'm glad you did. All you have to do is head over to thenextreel.com slash membership and become a supporter of the Next Real family of podcasts. Just a dollar a month gets you a one reeler membership, which is in our online community in our Discord server. And a few dollars more a month, you can become a two reeler supporter and join us for show live streams as we record. You don't want to miss stuff like this, folks, I'm telling you. Early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed and access to the super secret member channels in Discord. Plus, you can now support with a single annual donation at either level. If you were watching this live stream, you would see Pete's dog right now. But you're not. I'm assuming that's a dog and not a person crawling around in a white suit. It's one of my children, thanks. And lastly, Letterboxd. If you go to Letterboxd, they're now offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just head to thenextreel.com slash letterboxd. And you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. The discount also works for renewals. Does life get any better? Gentlemen, my first time hosting. You did great, Mandy. What are your favorite three things I did? (laughs) And make them rhyme, please. Oh. I am just kidding. Oh, Pete looks so uncomfortable. Man, we just were by a bull. I was just like, I could tell no, Steve smoke looks ready. Out Steve looks ready. So I, was, I was thinking, oh. uh, you know, yesterday I was like, ooh, can I make it a haiku? Because that would I would mm, love that. But I can't. Mm-hmm. So, no, because right. my math well, is bad. thank you both. Steve thank Sarmento, you, Mandy. Pete Also, Wright. make sure you go subscribe to Mandemic Mondays, available yes. wherever podcasts are served. It's very funny. It's thank you, hilarious. guys. Mandy, Mandy is also funny. It is. I don't know who you mean. See what I did yeah, there? You did. You, you know what, Pete? <laughs> it is just woo much fun to listen to Mandemic Mondays. I got to go. Uh, Steve, do you have anything, any last words? Uh, no, I think if people are watching their feeds, the first episode of Trailer Rewind uh, should be out there. JJ and I talked about a very odd movie with Ethan Hawke as uh, a biopic about Nikolai Tesla that is a very strange experience and so we've basically launched the next season of Trailer Rewind with that and so keep an eye on your feeds for more Trailer Rewind episodes as they are released. All right. Until then, stay safe everyone. Thanks everybody. Hondo. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, 
or the Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Thank you.